The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and good afternoon if you are tuning in live. If you're down t- downloading the po- podcast, thank you for downloading and this is your host for the Career Confidant, Marie Zivanoff. And so happy that you've joined us today for a hot topic in career and job search. Because you know that in this show, we go through and explore skills and tools that will help you manage your own career, knowing that the days of a company taking care of us are long gone. And so you're really in charge of your career and your career direction. And we're here to provide tools for you to do that. So each week I share my experiences helping thousands of professionals advance their career. And I bring in industry leaders to provide you with career intelligence to stay ahead of the curve and move towards your career goals. So this afternoon, we have a very special guest. We are going to be talking to career expert Barbara Safani. And Barbara is a thought leader in using social media, and specifically Twitter, for your job search and career advancement. And Barbara, you know, you're, if you're tuning in today, you're getting a treat. Because Barbara's been quoted in almost every major news out in the U.S., I would say. Money Magazine, Fortune Magazine, she's been on NPR, in all of the big news channel stations. So you're getting a treat today because she's going to be sharing some of her Twitter secrets. So if you're looking to take advantage of the opportunity to ask Barbara or myself a question about Twitter or job search using social media, you can call in live at 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine zero, or you can email me at Marie M A R I E at a strategic advantage dot com with your questions. So Barbara, we're so happy to have you here and have you share your expertise with us. Thanks, Marie. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's start off today. We're talking about Twitter and. You know, I hear a lot of people that are skeptical, like I have to admit I was. Uh, why should we use Twitter? What's the, what's the value of using Twitter for our job search? Yeah, and Marie, I can certainly understand why people, when they hear of Twitter, might be overwhelmed. Here's another social media tool. Why do I need it, etc.? But one of the reasons that I'm a, a true proponent of Twitter is because it probably has the lowest barrier to entry of 
every social media tool that's out there. And and one of the biggest um, sort of um, complaints that I hear people um, discuss in their job search is not being able to get in touch with the right decision makers, perhaps because their leads aren't that warm. They're, they're somewhat cold. And um, I can really show people how by using a tool like Twitter, it's easier to get in touch with people that were once cold leads and make them warm. So that's probably my number one reason for why people should be on Twitter. Ah, that's great. So we talk about kind of accessing the hidden job market, right? And it sounds like this is a way for them to do that research and to maybe even make some connections without, as you said, having to have a warm contact. Yes, because with Twitter, you can follow people. It's very rare that people have their uh, their accounts closed and really sort of part of the, the culture of Twitter is, is that it be open. And it's funny because if you look at a tool like LinkedIn, sometimes when people try to connect on LinkedIn and that lead is cold, there's a little bit of skepticism from the person who's receiving the connection. You know, what, who is this person or why do they want to connect with me? But when you do the same thing on Twitter, it almost turns into flattery. Who is this person? And and wow, they're they're tweeting my stuff. They're they're acknowledging that there's value in what I'm saying. And so um, it's funny how the same you're looking for the same end game. You know, you're trying to connect with that person, but doing it on one social media platform versus another can actually have very different results. Very interesting. And tell me a little bit about what types of companies are using Twitter. You know what. Could I expect only startups to be using Twitter or are a bigger portion of companies on Twitter? Yeah, I would say it's absolutely not limited to startup companies. Um, large companies have realized the importance of, of Twitter and how it can really impact customer engagement. Uh, and, and there have been many stories of large companies using Twitter to sort of find their audience and have a more intimate relationship with them. And as that extends to other social media platforms like Facebook where they might have a company page. Companies are realizing that, you know, the, the, the concept of a static website does not build the type of engagement that their their um, that social media can. And really what they're looking for are people to be ambassadors for their brands. And what better way to do that than through social media? So most large companies are going to find a, a Twitter presence. Awesome. Okay. Great. And you had provided some data to me earlier, just talking about how many people are using Twitter. There's 560 million active users, and those people are actually on Twitter quite often, you know, with 46% of people checking it every day. So Twitter, in some ways, is a little bit more real-time than some something like LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I would think that's actually a, a, a good assessment, because um, on Twitter, the immediacy of messaging, the frequency of messaging is sort of part of the culture. That is going on on other platforms like LinkedIn, but I'd say generally speaking, Twitter is used more frequently to communicate information of immediacy, whether it's about breaking news or it's about new job opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And since you mentioned that, are, do you have an idea of how many companies are actually using Twitter to hire, to find candidates? 
Well, there's a lot of research to suggest that uh, there's a large percentage of companies that are using Twitter and that it goes up every year. Um, statistically, there may still be more that are using LinkedIn, but the LinkedIn numbers seem to be re- remaining fairly stable, whereas the Twitter numbers seem to be seem to be increasing. So, I would predict that in the future, you're going to see more companies using Twitter for recruiting because, again, same thing. They're realizing that there's a very low entry to barrier, and with that comes an ease in recruiting. Okay. Good, good. And we had talked about some of the things that people can use or do without even opening a Twitter account. And I think for those of us who are reticent to share our information or to get out there in the public, those might be great ways to kind of dip our toe in the water. So what were some of the ways that people can participate on Twitter before they even open an account? Sure. You know, there's a lot of ways to kind of lurk before you make the commitment, and then some people pr- prefer to do that, and, and, and that's okay. Um, one thing that people can do is what's called a fast follow, where they can send a text message to uh, a code, which is 40404, and they can text the message follow, and then the person they want to follow, so follow at Barbara Safani, for example, would be the way that somebody could follow me with at without actually having an account on Twitter. And then they could get my messages via texts. And so they haven't made the commitment um, of being on Twitter, being found, etc., but they are still getting that information. Um, as another example, there's something called Tweet My Jobs, which is a way for people to get information about uh, job postings and you don't have to have an account to do that. You can do it through Twitter or email, um, you know, or, or even texts as well. So a lot of, you know, a lot of flexibility there. Um, anyone can go and review a person's tweet stream and see what they're talking about. Anyone can search a hashtag, which is a way, uh, it's basically a list or a topic. So people can search based on a topic of interest, maybe related to an industry or a job function like finance or human resources. And anyone can review the lists of people that are on Twitter. So people have created lists that are topically based, and those topics may have relevance to that that audience as well. And they can do all of those things without, um, without actually having a Twitter account. And just um, to recap from your last question, Marie, in terms of um, rec- uh, hiring, and you, I think you had asked about companies who are using Twitter, um, one stat that I do have from a recent Jobvite survey was that 55% of recruiters were actively using Twitter to source candidates. Wow, so that's, that's pretty high. Yeah, and it it grows every year. Um, you know, it, it a couple of years ago it was forty seven percent, then it went to fifty five percent. It it keeps it keeps inching up because people are are becoming more comfortable with all of these social media platforms, and they're more likely to embrace them. Yeah. Well, and what I love about Twitter, and especially all the things that you can do without an account, is I talked a little bit last week about figuring out which things are good for you, right? How do you know if a tool is going to be a good for your search, for your brand communication plan? And so there's a lot you can do in Twitter without an account to research people, to 
to research if the companies you want are on there, and you can do a lot of that research before you commit and decide if it needs to be part of your plan, which I love. Right, and it's a great way to assess the culture of an organization, too, which is, you know, it's so important in a search that a candidate understand not just the opportunity, but if the fit is there culturally. Yeah, yeah, and one of the things I talked about last week was that Twitter is maybe most effective for people who are wanting to build some kind of reputation as a as a thought leader, kind of get their information out there. And would you say that that's accurate? I'd say that's very accurate. I, I would say, you know, I think it's kind of twofold. I think one piece of it is about positioning yourself as a thought leader. And I think the other is about creating community and engagement. You know, sometimes it's just it's about a topic that somebody is passionate about. And by tweeting on that topic, they create followers of people who are interested in the same topic. And that fuels rapport and trust and relationship And like any other relationship, once you have those factors, then people are more willing to share information with you, and that information can be used in valuable ways to help in other aspects of your life, including job search. Yeah, great. I Yes. Woohoo! So I think that this Twitter, you know, people get overwhelmed, as you said at the very beginning, because there's a lot of information, because there are a lot of ways that I would say people use it in ways that other people don't like, right? One of my career colleagues always says, I don't want to know when somebody's going to the bathroom (laughs) on Twitter. And I think that that is starting to go away a little bit too as Twitter becomes a little bit more advanced. I'm seeing less of that. And so I look forward to, we're going to take a short break here and then we're going to come back and talk about how people can get started And what are some of the ways that they can kind of minimize the noise so they can use Twitter effectively? So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. 
Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back, and this evening we are talking with Barbara Safani, who is a career expert and really an expert in Twitter and using Twitter for your job search and also for career advancement, business development. Barbara, I think all of the things that we're talking about don't just apply to job search, right? They're a way to build your brand, whether you're doing it to get a job right now, to build a business, or to to get a promotion, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think social media is an integral part of career management. And, um, you know, as career coaches, we really teach our clients to manage relationships throughout their career, not just when they're looking for a job. So whether they're managing for the next job or the business that they want to start or the next promotion, uh, it always is in their best interest to use networking strategies that incorporate social media to do so. Yeah, yeah, and the relationships, as we were talking about just at the end of the last segment, that it's really about, especially Twitter, building a community and creating relationships. And I'm always surprised when um, one of the social media gurus in, in my hometown will say, oh, yeah, I went to San Diego and someone that I knew from Twitter, we went out and had coffee. And it's just, it makes the world a lot smaller, which is fun. Yeah, absolutely. I have I have several colleagues that I've never met, but I've created such a such a comfort level with them on tri- on Twitter that I'm first of all I'm so excited to meet them and I plan to do that soon, but it's like so much of the relationship has already been solidified that it's almost like, you know, seeing an old friend. And so it it it's it's really quite interesting how Twitter has brought people together. Yeah. Well, so it probably takes a while, some work to get to that level on Twitter. But tell us how you would suggest someone get started. If we're a first time user to Twitter, how would we get started? Sure. Well, I mean, the first thing you would need to do is set up an account, which is pretty simple, and, and the prompts for doing so are, are, are fairly straightforward. But I think one of the most important things when you set up an account is to have some clarity on what you want Twitter to do for you. So how are you going to position yourself online? You know, Who are you professionally? What's the messaging that you're going to put out there? Because 
Twitter really only gives you a very limited area to sort of explain what you do. And um, Twitter really promotes having uh, profiles that are a combination of professional and sort of the, the other side, the personal side of the person, to give people more authentic and 360-degree view of themselves. So that's sort of the first piece. And then it's um, determining who are the types of people that you want to follow and the types of people that you want to find you. So again, sort of going back to clarifying what your goals are and who are the people that need to know who you are. So for a job seeker, that might mean people who are the thought leaders within a particular functional area or industry, or it could be the companies that are the target companies for uh, you know a, a particular a particular profession it may be looking a bit at the competition you know who are the other people who may be competing for similar jobs how are they using Twitter and you know what are they saying so it's sort of a combination of thinking about how you can find the right people to follow and how you can you can build your own brand and from there you start crafting messaging that's twofold some of your messaging is about engaging others and um, sharing information that others put out on Twitter to your group to promote what they're doing and promote engagement and trust and rapport. And the other is sharing information that's your own information that positions you as a thought leader and shows that you have valuable information to share. Yeah, yeah, I love this because I, I love it when people confirm what we've been talking about for 13 weeks here, that it's it's got to build from your own marketing plan, your own career advancement, branding, job search, whatever you want to call it. At the foundation, there's a what's your brand, right? Which you said, who are you? How are you going to position yourself? And then who's your target audience? Whether that's companies or specific industries. If you don't know that basic level of your marketing plan, that's probably one way that people get lost on Twitter pretty quickly. Well, and you send confusing messaging to your audience, and that can make it harder to establish authentic relationships. Yeah. And then I love the personal part of Twitter. And I think that kind of ranges for all of us in the level of personal that we're willing to share. But there, especially on Twitter, I feel like has to be some other kind of messaging that you're putting out there other than the business message, right? It's how, who are you a little bit deeper than that? Yeah, because, again, when you're trying to build relationship and trust, like any relationship, the way that you do that is by sharing a little bit of information about yourself. And if you think about the way you've built any relationship, when you first meet someone, you share a little bit of information. And as you get to know them, you share more and then more. And And if you're not willing to share any of that, it can be hard to, to create the relationship. Um, so the culture of Twitter is such that, that sharing both is a, is a nice thing. It doesn't mean that if you don't share both that you won't succeed on Twitter. It's just that the vibe of Twitter is a little bit more, um, I'd say, closer knit or informal than you might see on a site like LinkedIn where you can still build relationships, but you wouldn't necessarily put that you would you know you wouldn't necessarily put something on LinkedIn about your your love for dogs or a sport or being a, you know having two kids or things like that where you might see that combined on Twitter with a business persona and that's that's not only acceptable it's it it's welcomed in that community 
Yeah, yeah, I like it. So we've got on, we've set up an account, and we've pulled out our our brand plan, hopefully, and talk. We're getting our oh, 160, right? It's 160, 160 characters that you have for your bio on Twitter. Right, 160 for the bio and 140 for your for your tweets. Yeah, which is challenging. So then you're talking about creating some messages. And I think one thing that can make it easier is sharing other people's messages. But then how else might someone dis- determine what kind of content they want to share or plan that content to help get some of that out there? Sure. Well, I, I think that a lot of the content that you're going to share, is a, it's a mixture of things that other people share that um, have relevance to your brand um, and, and your audience that you're going to do what's called retweeting, which is, is just sort of repeating that message, but now to your group of followers to share that virally. Um, some of your messaging might be, you know, from other people's articles or blogs that where you found value. So you haven't actually created the content, but you're sharing it. Uh, if you're somebody who has their own blog, you might, uh, you know, share that or a podcast um, or a video. All of those things can be shared via links on Twitter. And then I think the other component is having original thought. You know, again, if it com- maybe it comes from a blog or just from um, something something interesting and interesting observation or thought leadership that, that somebody has that they want to put out there. And it's, it's really that combination. You don't want to have a situation where it's all promotional material about yourself, me, me, me. Um, you can have certainly have a little bit about yourself, but you want to mix it with engagement with other people's information. And I would say that you're really leaning more towards sharing other people's content than just tweeting out stuff about yourself. That's a better way to build engagement and authenticity. You know, sometimes you'll see people who just sort of have automated posts of their blog or things of that nature, and that's not necessarily what builds engagement. That doesn't necessarily invite the conversation that's so critical on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that even makes the barrier of entry even lower, knowing that the amount of content you actually have to create is not huge, right? The amount of content that that I have to create is maybe 40% of what I actually do in activity on Twitter. Yes, I mean, there's there's a lot of repurposing on, on Twitter, but I, I mean that in the in the most positive way, um, you know, sharing other people's thoughts is just as valuable, sometimes not more valuable than creating your own. And I think that that's sometimes where people get caught up in social media. They, they feel like, well, what if I don't, what if I can't think of something to say? You know, and they put a lot of pressure on themselves to, to do that, where the reality is a lot of times saying something valuable is really just reiterating what somebody else already said. Um, and then obviously interspersing it with some things that, that, that you're going to put out to your audience as well. Well, and that's also, I, um, we were going to talk a little bit about some of the pitfalls, and it sounds like that may be one of them, is putting a whole bunch, and I know I did this when I was starting on Twitter, I was like, what do I say, how do I add value, I, you know, I don't know what, if, what I have to say anybody cares about, and so we might be putting too much pressure on ourselves around what we say, and, and not getting as involved as we could, or using it to our benefit. Yeah, yes. And I think the other thing is that people put a lot of pressure on themselves to know what to say in real time. You know, like, gee, it's one o'clock and I haven't 
tweeted yet, and I better come up with something that's pithy and brilliant within the next 20 seconds. And, and that's just not realistic. And so I recommend that, you know, people carry around a notepad or they, they take notes on their phone or, or wherever. And when an idea comes to them, that they, they, they take note of it and they start creating a list of tweets, almost like an editorial calendar, which can then be scheduled on Twitter. A lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of what's called third-party applications that allow you to schedule tweets throughout the day so that you're sharing content more strategically and you don't have to have that pressure of having it in real time because, you know, sometimes my best thoughts come to me at 2 in the morning, but I'm not convinced that my target audience is on Twitter at 2 in the morning, so I'm better off scheduling that thought for the following day. To, to reach a broader audience. So, again, this sort of takes some of that pressure off of people to think that they always have to create content in real time. Yeah. Well, Barbara, we're coming up to the end of our 30 minutes already, which has gone really fast. I just want to give you a chance to tell people a little bit about how they can get into contact with you or how they can find you either on Twitter or your website, whatever you would want to share with the listeners here. Sure, thanks. Uh, you know, again, my name is Barbara Safani. My website is careersolvers.com. Uh, always welcome more followers. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Barbara Safani, and I'd love to have some of your audience as part of the conversation. Awesome. Well, this has been so great. I think that, you know, when something new comes out, and Twitter's really not that new anymore. But I still hear a lot of people, and like I said, even myself probably started using it more in the last year, year and a half, but it took a while to get up to speed and to really think it was for me. And so I appreciate you sharing some of your insights about how people can use it to manage their careers, to manage those relationships. And really what I love about it is it does offer that, op- offer that opportunity to make the world a lot smaller. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Marie. Yeah, thanks, Barbara. So that was Barbara Safani, at Barbara Safani. If you're on Twitter or want to do some research and lurking on Twitter, you can look her up. And again, her website was careersolvers.com. So we're going to come back in just a few minutes and move this forward. So what what do we want to do with this information? How can you use Twitter in your search? So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What do business and sports have in common? Both are based on competition, and the goal of each is the same, to win. If you're in business, you need an edge over your competitors. You need to innovate and improve. 
you need to make adjustments to stay ahead of your competition. Tune in to The Business Locker Room with Kelly Riggs. Get the playbook and the coaching you need to improve your business performance. The Business Locker Room airs live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back, and this evening we are talking about Twitter in your job search, and hopefully you've been with us and listening to Barbara Safani, who joined us to talk about Twitter and why you might want to consider using it in your search. And so we talked a little bit last week about the idea of your marketing plan, your job search, and then all of the different social media that you might want to review to determine if it's a good fit for you. And Twitter may be one of those things that you've been thinking isn't a good fit for you, but hopefully today you got some information about other ways that you might want to use it, right? So if you're thinking about Twitter and does it fit with your plan, you might want to consider that as Barbara shared, about 55% of recruiters are using Twitter to hire, 55%. So the chances are pretty good that the target companies you're looking at are on Twitter. And if you have a list of them, as Barbara talked about, you can go on to Twitter and do some research, right? Does the company have a profile? Does the company have people who are on Twitter? How can you do those kinds of searches? Well, pretty easily, you can just go to Twitter and do a search, right? Twitter.com, and then if you, if you want to get there directly, you can use the backslash search-advanced, and you can do a search there either by topic, by industry, or by company and see what comes up. But the idea is maybe more people are on Twitter than you think, and as Barbara shared, you can get a, a hold of people on Twitter that you can't get a hold of on LinkedIn or Facebook necessarily, right? Facebook and LinkedIn both require agreement, as Barbara would say, right? They require someone to say, yes, I'll be your friend on Facebook, or yes, I'll, I'll link in with you on LinkedIn, Whereas in Twitter, you can follow these folks without having to have a relationship. You can retweet their information, right? And that's just one click of a button 
on a message that someone has sent to show them that you're sharing that with your followers. Obviously, you can overdo that, but it's a, a great compliment to them. And what I loved about what Barbara was saying is that on LinkedIn, there's skepticism when you try to connect with me, right? I'm skeptical, and I am. If you try to connect with me on LinkedIn, I research you. Are you, know, are you a real person? And on Twitter, it's almost flattery. If you follow me and you retweet me, one action of you retweeting something probably means you are a human because the fake accounts on Twitter don't tend to do anything like that. And so it's it's taking you from skepticism to flattery just by the, the medium that you're using to do that research and do that connecting. Now, if you look at Twitter and you're finding your companies there, again, that may mean that it's a good place for you to be because it's really a way for you to to again break the networking barriers it's a way for you to build your own brand so what do you want people to know about you and hopefully you've done a little bit of the branding groundwork that we've talked about before in terms of what are your unique strengths what is it that people come to you problems that you solve and those you side of the brand and then also the audience side of the brand, right? Who are your companies? What problems are they trying to solve? What's going on in the industry? And on Twitter, it gives you the opportunity to not only share your own information, but maybe even to more importantly, as Barbara said, become part of the conversation around an issue. And if you're worried about, you know, what am I going to say? What am I going to share? Remember that she said it's almost more important that you share others' information, whether that's sharing other people's blogs, other people's articles, or retweeting someone else's tweets. Those pieces of engagement and creation of relationships might even be more important than sharing your own information, your own blogs, your own insights, and those can all come together to create a picture of your brand, right? What is your focus what is your value? What is your unique knowledge? What's your passion? And all of those things can come together on Twitter, not just the professional, but also the personal. And maybe part of your brand, well, part of my brand, right, is, is sports and running marathons and all of those things. And I share those pieces on Twitter, too, so that people have the opportunity to interact with me, not just professionally, but also personally. And uh, Barbara talked a little bit about the vibe of Twitter is close-knit, right? The vibe of Twitter is not like LinkedIn, where it's a little bit more professional, less of that personal stuff going on. Twitter is a community, and a place for people to create communities, and so that's really the benefit of it is to be able to show your brand and then to access the hidden job market. So the whole purpose of all of this social media when you're job seeking is to create relationships or hopefully deepen relationships that can help you find out about opportunities before other people, that can help you figure out who to connect with, that can help you have relationships that move you into a position and 
Twitter is really great for that for all of the reasons we've been talking about. The low barrier of entry, the ability for you to engage with people on Twitter, all can help you move in that direction, especially if you're focused on your brand, on your value, on what you share, and then the companies or people that you're following are in line with that marketing plan. And so everything works together and the people that you want to see you are seeing you because you're following them, you're retweeting them, whatever it might be on Twitter that you can use to get in front of people and get to be known and preferably as an expert, right? That's what Twitter is really good at is helping you look like an expert Not necessarily because you're sharing great content of your own all the time, but because you're in tune enough to also be sharing great information of other people around you that that is giving the same quality and same value to your network. And it goes right back to the fundamentals of networking in terms of giving value, right? When we were talking about networking and ditch the pitch, you know, build that relationship And I think sometimes people think that social media is a very superficial, maybe, relationship, but it doesn't have to be. You know, as Barbara was saying, she's got coworkers, colleagues that she considers to be good friends that she's met on Twitter. Take some work, take some focus, and it doesn't have to be superficial. So if you're thinking about how to use social media in general, That's part of how it works, right, is that building of relationships and really getting beyond some of the basics of the superficial part, right? Actually building those relationships, part of which is going to require you to decide what you want to share on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook especially that might not be just pure professional, right? How can you let people see who you are and what your brand is on a little bit bigger scale? So Twitter is also going to be good for job search just simply because there are less people there, right? If you're looking at jobs on Monster or Career Builder, so are most other job seekers. But if you're looking on Tweet My Jobs or following the companies that you want to target on Twitter, you're going to see jobs faster, maybe have contacts that other people don't have because not everybody is on Twitter. So thinking about how you can use that and start to, to play around with it, right? Is Twitter for you? Because it's, it's not going to be for everybody. And it might be something that you haven't considered the benefits. The other thing I, I love about Twitter, and some of my colleagues were talking about this the other day, is that it really requires you to get good and clear about sharing your brand, right? You only have 160 characters in your introduction of yourself, in your bio, and so you've got to be pretty darn clear about your brand, your value, your focus, so that other people can connect with you in that 160 characters. And if you continue to do that and do the 140 character tweets, you'll start to get pretty good at communicating well, communicating shortly, and and getting your point across. 
Now, of course, some people will say that it's degrading our language because people use slang, and that does happen in Twitter. But you don't necessarily have to use that in Twitter to be effective. If you want to spell out words and put proper punctuation, you go right for it. As long as you can get it in in 140 characters, it doesn't really matter. So if you're thinking about starting Twitter, or if you've been using Twitter and and maybe are overwhelmed, we're going to talk about some of the ways that as you get started, you can build some systems that will help you. Or if you're overwhelmed already, we're going to talk about some systems that you can build for yourself to help calm that down. Because if you just look at a Twitter feed, let's say you're following even just 500 people, if you're following 500 people and a few of those people or organizations tweet really often, like a news outlet, you might have thousands and thousands of tweets in your main feed every day. And that can get overwhelming. That can get in the way of you building relationships. And it can make it hard to figure out, how do I use this well? And so there are a few tools out there that are third-party tools, as Barbara alluded to. There's also some things that you can do within Twitter to make that a little bit more manageable. And we're going to talk about lists. We're going to talk a little bit about hashtags. And we're going to talk about some of those third-party applications. We're going to talk through those fairly quickly when we come back from our break. And then I'll also put some of that information on Get Career Smart. If you're following along at GetCareerSmart.com, we'll actually also put some of that information there for you. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and talk about some of the ways you can reduce the overwhelm on Twitter. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And we are talking about Twitter today. We've talked about its importance in helping you build your brand, in its uniqueness, in helping you connect with people without that barrier to entry of agreement, right? You don't have to be friends like on Facebook. You don't have to ask for a connection like on LinkedIn. You can just follow folks, and usually it's considered flattery, and retweet them and engage with them in a much lower barrier way. So if you're getting on Twitter or if you've been on Twitter and maybe even you stopped paying attention to it because it was too overwhelming and I would say that when I first started using it, I used it really well and then I got overwhelmed and just kind of backed off, right? Well, now I've had the opportunity to learn about some things that have made Twitter a lot easier. One of them we've talked about already which is simply that I do not have to fret and worry about what I'm going to say because I can share other people's information. I can share things that come to me automatically, like news and some of those things that you may be getting every day already. Are there things there that are of value to your audience and part of your brand that you can use to Fill your Twitter feed, right? Are there things that you can use already to share? My guess is that there is. We all get some kind of newsletter or news that comes into our email inbox already. And Twitter is a great way to share some of those things with people who might be interested in getting that content. So think about that as one way to improve your Twitter usage if you're on it already. Some of the other things that you can either do from the beginning or you can go back and do them now are to find lists that can help you aggregate information, right? So if you're looking for jobs in a certain type of category, you might find a list that works towards that. So people might have a list around Northern Colorado, right? Here in Northern Colorado, there are a few Northern Colorado lists. And that will help you find people that you need to follow and content that you might be wanting to know to retweet or to fill your own to fill your own needs, right? I could search for finance and see what kinds of finance lists are out there. I can search for finance jobs. What is going on in that space? that might make it easier for me to follow by creating a list or following a list that's already created. And so you can do a little bit of searching about lists and figure out if that's something that's going to help you. The other thing that you can use very similarly is hashtags. So you can do a search for a certain type of hashtag, jobs, careers, finance jobs, and see if there are people posting about that. 
So hashtag finance, for instance, it looks like Aerotech is using to post their jobs that are finance related, or you might just use the hashtag jobs, see what you get, probably going to be a lot there, but you, you can always get it down further by using some other words. It's like a keyword search on any other platform, only it's showing you more real time What are these people doing on Twitter that relates to what you're looking for? What's on Twitter that could be acted on right now, right? Jobs that are just being posted seven minutes ago. Aerotech posted a job. So it's just, it's so much more quick and fast than waiting for them to post it to CareerBuilder or Monster, which they may not do because Twitter allows them to do it for free and all of those platforms require payment, right? So thinking about what makes sense for a company, some of them are using Twitter to do that. And by using hashtags, you can find some of those things. Now, the benefits of hashtags and lists are going to probably be realized more on a third-party platform. So TweetDeck, Hootsuite, and for Hootsuite, you're thinking like an owl, right? H-O-O-T. And then suite, like a suite of products, S-U-I-T-E. Hootsuite is a way for you to manage the information a little bit better. So you can set up columns in Hootsuite to show you what's new under a certain hashtag. So if I'm going to search finance jobs or finance by itself, I can set that up as a column in Hootsuite and every day I can see what's new that people are posting about finance or what's new that people are posting about jobs in wherever. Finding those hashtags will be the first thing, but then you can create lists of them on Hootsuite and then also you can use your lists as a column on Hootsuite. So as you start to follow people, it's the easiest way to create your own lists, right? I wish I would have done this when I was starting to follow people because if I would have categorized them better at that point, right? Recruiters, job seekers, companies, whatever it might be that categories I might come up with, if I would have categorized all those people every time that I followed someone I can add them to a list on LinkedIn or LinkedIn sorry on Twitter and then I could use something like Hootsuite to create those lists and actually see what the people in that list are doing and that's how you get interaction, right? That's how you get engagement. And Barbara was talking about the power of engagement, the power of building relationships. And you have to be able to sort through your Twitter followers and those that you're following in a little bit better way to be able to do that. And a a third-party platform like Hootsuite TweetDeck allows you to do that by separating out the information. And then you could Again, take 15, 20, 30 minutes a day and just decide which list you're going to look at so that by the end of the week, you've rotated through your lists or hashtags and are interacting with people in those different sub-communities 
on a regular basis. And I want to emphasize this because as a career professional, I talk to people a lot about not spending too much time behind the computer, right? So I do not want you to sink hours of your life every day into Twitter. I want you to be consistent, just like any other networking relationship. Consistent and and brief is okay. And a lot of that comes down to planning and systems. And if you're going to use a tool like Twitter, if you've decided that it is an important part of your, your brand and how you want to communicate your brand, then create a system. Create those lists, create those hashtag searches, and that's just a little number symbol in front of a word. Create those searches, use a third-party platform like Twit- like TweetDeck or Hootsuite, and Build in some systems for yourself so that you don't have to spend so much time, but you're still working on the relationships and engaging with that community on a regular basis. So again, social media, it's all about relationships. So if Twitter's going to work for you, you'll have to build those relationships there on a consistent basis, but it doesn't have to take a whole lot of your time if you're scheduling tweets, as Barbara said, and using some systems to find the content you want to engage with. So hopefully you enjoyed what Barbara had to say. You can follow her at Barbara Safani, and you can always follow me at Work With Purpose. And check out GetCareerSmart.com for some of the resources that Barbara gave and your Get Career Smart tip for the week. We look forward to seeing you right back here next week for The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.